This week on Face Off Hockey Show, the Olympics. Huzzah! Arizona could be getting in trouble really, really soon. And we're playing at Wrigley again. I've got COVID. It's Face Off Hockey Show now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Took me four fucking years and finally got this son of a bitch. And not working in a hospital anymore. No. Yeah. No. And I after saw your Instagram post, Scotty, congratulations on uh, your pregnancy. Thanks, man. Listen, I think that's what that was, right? Ed? I. It pays off, and now he's hooked for 18 years. Um, Kanye said, no, it "I mean, best. you personally, huh? It's like uh, it's like that Schwarzenegger movie where he got pregnant." Oh, Suburban Commando. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. What? Well, uh, yeah, the COVID, the, yeah. the vid, the vid. It took me four years, and I'm, I'm quite. I didn't get the. Of course, I didn't get the fucking latest updated shot for fall. My bad. And then I did penalty box duty this weekend, and one of the Northeast generals was hocking up a fucking lung. Um, but yeah, they said it's rapid intubation. Jesus Christ, that was like three days. I'm just like, oh, okay. So wait, hold on. Did they not have policy? I guess they don't check for COVID anymore. But do they no. have not have policies that like, if you're sick, maybe don't get everybody else sick? Nah, not no. the, not the null. Why? No, COVID doesn't exist on ice. No, in ice rinks, it doesn't exist. Come on, you know this. Yeah, we've been through this. That, that's how everybody was able to keep playing hockey. That's how we got the bubble. So. Yeah, COVID didn't exist on ice. Right? Scotty didn't get it until he walked outside. Exactly. I got outside and boom, right in my face. Ladies. Johnny, (laughs) you did a lot of traveling this week. I had a lot of hockey. You just got back from the city of Bridges. I did. We didn't didn't actually go into the city of Bridges. Oh, thank God. um, Because the Penguins practice facility is not in the city. Uh, But it's all built up around uh, UPMC and their, like, entire... Like their campus? I don't know. Plan- yeah, but it's like massive. It's like a golf course of hospitals. Wow. Yeah, lots and lots of land. Well, I, I guess it would make sense. Like a plantation. It, well, okay, we can't use that. That's not... Like, uh, like a not massive and, uh, an Idaho potato farm. Utaho. Potato. Nice. Well, is it like is it like the super rinks? No, uh, no. there's two rinks. I see. There's two total ranks. Uh, it was pretty impressive, though, watching. They have these, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm guessing all the NHL ranks have these, like, quick lay Zamboni things. Like, they just rolled out, and they dropped tons of water on the ice, basically. And then as soon as the water hit, it would basically freeze over and start to, like, harden up. Oh. And I was like, that is absolutely amazing. Like, it was interestingly cool to watch and every period 
somebody came out with those little like uh, scraper things and was like scraping all the ice from around the boards and cleaning all, that all up. If there were any ruts in the ice, they were like putting water on top of it and like using a puck to like fill it in with the shavings. And it was it was impressive. The ice crew was impressive. That's good. Um, so that was good. We only really were on the one rink. Mm-hmm. Um, three games a day for two days on that rink at the top prospects. And that was coming off of the Black Bears playing on Friday and Saturday. And then me driving to Pittsburgh on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've had a I'm looking forward to sleeping is the best way to say that. <laughs> we did get a very good steak, though. That's good. Yeah, that was something that Jim wanted to do. We got a good steak. We had some lobster crab, lobster mac and cheese at the place with the steak as well. So, all in all, a good time. The uh, the NHL put up some pictures that I took. There should be more pictures being sent to the NHL so that they can put those up as well. And bada bing, bada boom. If you don't follow the Instagram, do it. Just because that's that's what we say here. And yeah, outside of that, I didn't do anything else. Nice. <laughs> nice. I mean, uh, that sounds like a lot. We saw so. DJ Sick Turtle again. Can't we did it. see DJ Sick Turtle. We, there was another Soul Train, which I guess is like what time we're going to get there. Because I feel like he played the same like four songs at exactly the same time last Friday. Where it went from like Soul Train to Celebration. Yeah. I don't, I don't think um, he's got a good set list. So that was good. DJ Sick Turtle. The pretzels were fantastic. We had pretzels. Scotty had them on Friday night. I had them on Saturday. Was so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's uh that's that's pretty much pretty much the gist of what's going on. And that's we go to up. hockey, we go to the Green Turtle. <clears throat> yep. We see Dance Club Green Turtle on Friday night. We see UFC Green Turtle on Saturday night sometimes. Yeah. We walk out of there Friday night and he's like, Jesus fuck, that was loud. <laughs> so. so yeah back to the clubbing days yeah right it was it Who was knows? like you could have gotten the covid at uh, uh yeah you know what dj sick turtle could have he was it's not just an it's not just a clever name uh mark what'd you do with your week <clears throat> i have to actually think about this i i i can honestly Mm-hmm. Tell you that I don't I don't remember what I did this weekend. Oh boy. Well that's fine. Um Is that good or bad? I I don't know. I mean the kids went to the, the trampoline park, I guess. We did that. All limbs intact. Thing. And uh and what? Were all limbs intact when they came back? Yep, yep. All good. All good. All the limbs are good. Um Yeah, I I don't know. And just working for the weekend. And uh and trying to survive, pretty much, is, is, is what my life is right now. I'm just hanging on for, for dear life. That's You're like the Lifehouse song. Where I'm at. Exactly. It's where I'm at right now. Right. Love it. You have yeah, two turntables. I, I mean, I, don't, I, I literally don't have anything else. All right, cool. Uh, hockey this weekend. I didn't go as far as Johnny did because uh, I'm like, fuck Pittsburgh. And also, oh, yeah, I'm unemployed. So those are two strikes against me. Mm-hmm. Um. Then, yeah, got the COVID today. Took the test today because I was like, I felt like shit starting Sunday. And I'm just like, uh. And then Jen's been sick going through sinus infection. She didn't get it. I'm surprised because her immune system is garbage. 
Um, <laughs> normally. Yeah, normally on the good time. Um, so she hasn't gotten it yet. She's going to test again in the morning because she's got doctor's appointments out the wazoo in the next couple of weeks. Um, I would I would say everything's fine, but we're not sure. So we're going to baseline it. Uh, other than that, got COVID just hanging out now. Got some job interviews coming up, so fucking didn't win the lottery. I got a lucky cat from Aunt, from Barnes and Noble, like the little Chinese restaurant lucky cat that yeah. does the arm thing. Yeah. Little gold, the gold cats. Yeah, I got a white one. That's for for prosperity oh. and happiness. Which fucking I've gotten neither. Uh, so <laughs> it's really fucking terrible. Wait, like, if they're different. Wait, they're different colors for different meanings. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, well, why didn't you get the money one? The money well, comes it, along with it was the prosperity a bl- and the happiness. It was a fucking blind box, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's brought me nothing. So your but... luck was already bad, <clears throat> is what you're saying. Didn't win the lottery and fucking got COVID. So obviously, reverse, reverse, Uno reverse card. But, uh, by the way, I'm going to show you guys something. So March 6th is coming up. I mean, every year. Every year. Same time every year. <laughs> um... <laughs> So that's when series two of Upper Deck comes out with the much vaunted oh. Connor oh. Bedard. <laughs> you, you, card. you never love to hear number two in Upper Deck. In yeah, I know, right? Sense. Well, some of their quality control. <laughs> but anyway, so here is the price of series two Hobby Box 300 bones from our wow. good pals at Steel City Collectibles. How many cards are in there? 144 total. But you can get Connor Bedard's rookie card. Yeah. Which is going to be so overproduced, the value of it is going to be dog shit. Yeah, this is the Ken Griffey Jr. effect. Exactly. So, in comparison to this, Series 1 is 150 bucks on the rim out the I mean, door. I feel like that's still a lot, but yeah, that's a $50 increase. Yeah. Well, the, ho- the hobby boxes are the ones you get your memorabilia and your fun stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Um, and all that. So, so and yeah. there's no guarantee of anything. No guarantee of, of a dark rookie at all? Nope. You have you have six young guns card per the twelve packs, but if you buy a case and put it in your house and somehow it's pristine for the next twenty five years, then you can sell yeah, them somehow, some way in Saskatchewan. You hold it since nineteen eighty, and it sells for however much it sold for, <laughs> which man, I don't know, sounds a little dicey to me, but can you do? But yeah, I just saw that today because they were like, oh yeah, series two is coming out soon, and they just looked at the price tag. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, wow. But I was talking to my local hobby shop when I bought a, a hobby box of Series 1. He's like, yeah, it's not going to be $300 for us, but Upper Deck made you buy X amount of boxes or X amount of cases for Series 1 before you can get any, or if you, before you were guaranteed anything of Series 2. Which Jeez. makes sense because you, just, you, want, you want people to buy into the shit stuff if they want the real good stuff. So, but yeah. wonder how much a tin will be. The tins uh, were like expensive in the first place, right? Yeah, Weren't they like seventy bucks or something stupid? Yeah, it was seventy. The seventy bucks for a tin. Um, yeah, sixty. And they were not anywhere close to that last year. No, they were like thirty-four. Or no, they were forty bucks. So they okay. went up twenty bucks. So it's sixty-five bucks on um, Steel City, which I go to Steel City. I, I we're not paid by them yet, but uh, Steel City is pretty good. Do they have like a brick and mortar store? It could have showed up. Yes, you could have actually. Darn it! Uh, there is no price tag. Well, I'm not driving back to Pittsburgh. Oh, so. coward! Um, not until next year. There is currently no price tag that I see for the tin. It's free. Yeah, free, F- free ninety nine. 
So I actually John and I'll just wait till these things show up at Price Club for twenty dollars. <laughs> right. That's, that's the way we used to do, to do it when we were kids. Yeah. That's how we wound up with all those ninety-one, ninety-two upper deck hockey cards. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. The score think, ones. The scorecards too. Were they too. score or were they upper deck? I, well, I no, the, they were the scorecards were the ones that had uh, Eric Lindros rookie card in Correct. it. Remember, you would get like six of them in the same box. Yeah. And you were like, woohoo, this is so awesome. Yeah. Uh, the junk what were, what were the What were the cards? So there were baseball cards that we used to get in like massive packs. Right. Mm-hmm. It was just the like box pack. after box after box. And like, uh, and the design of the card was like the player had a really big picture and then the names. We're in like big bold oh, uh, capital letters. Leaf Studio said it. No, no, triple play, triple play. Was it triple? That sounds about. That yeah. does sound yes. right. Triple play. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember we used to get like so many boxes of those cards. It was ridiculous. probably have some upstairs. Yeah, we really do. Well, what's wild is like you know you go to pack packs of cards at retail yep, now. That's like, the one. Nice. <laughs> that's the Don Russ triple play. Yes, sir. I love those triple play. We're good. But like the most expensive ones, like card wise, you would go to the like I went to Lucky's and there's like the studio, the Leaf Studios were like two bucks and you're like, God, that's that's a lot of money. That's I know, a lot right? Of money for packs. Then you look at the hobby packs for like now, it's like I saw one guy for a basketball pack pay twenty six bucks for a pack. I'm like, Jesus Christ. There you go. Hockey, the ones. There it is, yeah. Oh yeah! Look at that, Cal Ripken, new new oh, owner, yeah. new owner of the uh, Baltimore Orioles. They were premier, yeah. And the ninety two, the first season they did it. Don Russ trying to get relevant. <clears throat> it's factory sealed, baby. Don Russ was already relevant, man. Those blue border cards are my childhood. I love those Don Russ, like eighty eight, I think. The blue border cards. Those wasn't uh, didn't wasn't Don Russ the one that originally tried to do like the the cards that were not the same shape. There was one company that Bowman. tried to do the the was it Bowman that had yeah. like the extra half inch on the top of the card and tried yeah. to yeah that, that, that Don Donruss had the rated rookies those were the those were sick ones too yeah this has been uh, it's been hobby corner pro set wow the pro, the pro oh set. the pro sets were the worst I have a bunch of pro set hockey cards oh yeah like you can buy those for like a box for like twenty cents like they'll they'll <laughs> give it to you. That was I still I still always say that that was one of the my best financial decisions ever was uh, was having Terry Steinbach as one of my favorite players because oh, yeah. all of his cards were five cents and they wanted to get rid of them mm-hmm. so they yeah. would be like all right here are fifty Terry Steinbach cards it'll be two dollars <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got to do it man I feel like I did the same thing with like Mike Devereaux or somebody <laughs> probably I, I can't right. Remember. My no, big I, spend on, uh, I remember my big spend on Terry Steinbach was I got a minor league card. Because back in the day, you didn't see minor league cards at all, right? Dude, like that was, was a, They were just in-stadium promotions for those teams. Yeah, so I got a minor league card of Terry Steinbach that cost me $8. How much, nice. was, that, how much was that big folder <laughs> you bought of Terry Steinbach? Uh, like $2.25. Perfect, love it. <laughs> Excellent. The only minor league card I ever got when I was a kid was the Michael that one Michael Jordan card. Oh yeah, that everybody oh, had. Yeah, that was a beautiful card though. You're gonna say Mike Messina and his Frederick mm-hmm. Key. Uh, Frederick I might Keys have seen a minor league card. Yeah. Remember the year that they put out the Team USA cards? Mm-hmm. In the I think it was '94 tops. Yeah. Uh huh. Those good good times. Those were hard to come by. <laughs> they were. 
because they, they had the Desert Eagle stamp on them for some reason. <laughs> right. Like for some reason they were like, let's just take baseball and the Middle East, the war in the Middle East, and just you know let's jam them together into one collectible item. Those those cards are worth a lot now. They are. Like the ones still, are... you gotta have some of those, John. Oh, no. I know we didn't have. Didn't they have? have uh, didn't they have like George Bush on on one as well? Yeah, because yeah, he was like throwing out the first pitch or something one one day, and they made a card out of it. Yeah, I mean, I maybe yeah. have to look through these boxes. I have boxes upon boxes of cards, like right. I, here. I I guarantee you, we have some of those. I mean, I wouldn't remember the the Desert Eagle stamp unless we had them when we were kids. So the 1991 Topps Desert Shield card set contains 792 cards. Set was specifically prepared uh, a specifically prepared series of baseball cards with gold foil Desert Shield logo on the player's front section of each card. And were sent free in individual wax pack to troop station in the Middle East. However, many boxes are thought to have been sidetracked by military personnel in the United States and never reached the Middle East destination. It's wow. probably how we found them in baseball card shops. Yeah. The only way to put together <laughs> only way to put together a full set was to assemble them from individual card spreads throughout the world. Wow. So they'd sent different subsets of the whole So they just put packs collection to different places. That's actually places. kind of amazing. Yeah. That's key, where Pokemon Go got the idea. The from. key card in the set is rookie card at Chipper Jones. Number 333. How much is that worth then? I'm going to look it up right now. Desert Eagle Chipper Jones rookie card. Desert Storms. Desert Shield, sir. Oh, sorry. Desert What's Eagle's Desert the Eagle then? It's a gun. Oh. <laughs> so at ninth, do we want a jet, do we want a graded card or we just want a raw card? Uh, either way. So a, a a PSA 9 mint Chipper Jones Desert Shield card is selling for or is up for auction for $2,495. God damn it. A 9.5 wow. Beckett card is selling is is on eBay for $7,499.99. I I got to be honest, John, like I I'm going to put it at like there's a 30%, 40% chance that that card is in the collection that mom handed off to you. God damn. I'm going to have to look through these now. God damn it. I wasn't going to look through them. <laughs> uh, I So I don't remember those cards. I remember the Team USA cards, but I don't remember the the um, stamp. I, I, did, I did conflate the two sets. Yeah. So there was the Team USA <clears throat> cards and then the, the ones with the foil stamp on them. I thought they were the same. They were apparently because I do remember we almost had the entire Team USA um, set, and we had to go to like some random baseball card store in Annapolis, and they had like the last card we were missing, and it was like the greatest accomplishment we had up until that point of our lives. Uh, yeah, the, the last sell sold card was a PSA seven um, for five hundred and thirty six dollars and nine cents. With free shipping. It was sold at the end of January. So there you go. So people aren't getting that seventy five hundred dollars that they want. No, 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 no. Well that's a <laughs> that's a PSA seven, so mm. you you're yeah, three you steps get, down from corners. Yeah, yeah, you got some corners, you got some everything. Visible wear. Yeah. So All go. right. Well now I know what I'm doing in my free time. Out of way. I have a Dominic Hasek rookie card in there somewhere too. The the uh the Blackhawks one. Oh sure. That was like the uh was it like diamond collectible? Not diamond, it can't be diamond, but there was like the premium 
The one like premium brand that has him like kind of hunched over. The Pro Set Platinum. Yeah, that one. Yep. Okay. Well, let's get to some news and some injury reports. If you, Ooh. if we do, we. Can... I can't. I can make that happen. Make it happen. Oh yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show injury reports. Only one injury. Matthias uh, Samuelson is done for the season. He's having upper body sur- upper body injury surgery. So best of <laughs> luck to him. Where do you get? Where are you going to find an upper body injury specialist? Obviously, the upper body injury specialist emporium. (laughs) Uh, The NHL is committed to the 2026 and 2030 Olympics. So everyone shut up about it now. So they're playing in Italy again? Yeah. (laughs) So back to Italia. I like how they're like, all right, Italy is as far as we go. Right. They're also doing that uh, Four Nations Cup stuff that got David Pasternak in a Bit of a tizzy because uh, Chechia is not there, so because he's not allowed to play in it. Right. <coughs> uh, uh, oh, jeez. Oh, god. Here we go. We're gonna here's lose the, Scotty. Here's the death. Death is on its way. There we go. Okay, not okay. today, Satan. Uh, <laughs> apparently, allegedly, there could be an announcement on the future of the Arizona Coyotes in the next few weeks. Something as quick as this weekend. But Marty Walsh of the NHLPA says he's not very happy with the Arizona Coyotes right now, uh, citing the fact that they've missed two deadlines to get any announcements of a new arena that they were supposed to give. Um, of course, the NHLPA can't do fuck all in this situation, so I don't know what he's blabbering about. <laughs> when were uh, the deadlines? In, like, 2014? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I think one was November and one was, like, mid of January. Okay. So... Um, but you know, like why, why are they all just all of a sudden mad with the coyotes? Like, did they do something extra right now at this point that people are like, all right, that's it. That's the line. Well, I think, I think it's, I think it's just a matter of now, like Utah's coming out and saying, we want a team, uh, Atlanta, because they might be good and there may be playoff games at a 5,000 seat (laughs) stadium and people are pissed off about it. I'm not saying that's true or not, but I'm not saying it's not true. Definitely not saying it's not true. Um, they're like, our sport is growing. It's growing. Here is a college arena we're holding a Stanley Cup semifinal game in. <laughs> <clears throat> well, just wait until they have to give those uh, 300 uh, press credentials out for the Stanley Cup final. Right? You're not going to be able to walk in that upper bowl. <laughs> uh, uh, All-Star game happened. Any of you watch? I fell asleep. Okay. Like, not because of the game, but, like, because of the, the weekend and then going back to the hockey rink again on Saturday night and knowing that I was going to be driving on Sunday. So I took a pregame nap and uh, woke up at the end of the game. There you go. Yeah. Uh, team Matthews won. They, the hooray for them. That's Justin Bieber's team. Oh, uh, there you go. So hold on. So Bieber's team won and Bieber created the jerseys. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a good Well, it's just like Connor Mc- Con- Well, it's just like Connor McDavid creating the skills challenge that they had and he wins it. So. Oh jeez. NHL All Star Weekend is rigged. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that how the mascot games go though? Look pretty well. I didn't see any of the t- the t shirt cannon, which I'm pissed off about. Mm. They showed everything else, but not the t shirt cannon one. Um, 
Oh, well. Hey, ESPN, Fox, and uh, Warner Brothers Discovery is creating Cable 2. Uh, search for more money. Oh, we're already getting the sequel to Cable? Yeah, man. Cable 2, as they all three of them announced that they will be pulling together all their sports resources and creating a super channel by the fall. So it'll pull all the... By the pro- fall? Yep. It'll pull all wow. the properties of each area uh, and then put it into one big fell sports channel. Okay, hold on. I'm not, this is making my brain hurt. So this is like center ice nba league pass and all that shit just built into one service well no it's 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 the um like the regular like the rights holders game so your nba on tnt on tuesday wednesday thursday um Mm. nascar got it espn on e uh nhl on espn it's not like the center ice or anything like that because that still kind of falls to regional networks um but yeah so i'm trying to find uh Mm. What and because I mean, I get it, I guess I get it to an extent. So, subscribers still that's like I, I'm thinking of the picture of Rob Lowe at a football game where he's just wearing the, the hat that says NFL on it. Yeah. Like, you'd be buying the package without even knowing what games you're going to be watching mm-hmm. at any given time. You're just like, I'm a fan of all the sports, so I'm going to buy this package. So subscribers to this new joint venture, which, again, streaming service starting in fall 2024, um, will include ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, SEC Network, ACC Network, ESPN News, ABC, Fox, FS1, FS2, Big Ten Network, TNT, TBS, True TV, and ESPN Plus. It can also be bundled with Disney Plus, Hulu, and or Max. So. But no TNT or any. Yeah, TNT's in there. Oh. Yeah, TNT, TBS, True TV. Oh, yeah. For all your March Madness. Interesting. So just short of if they could figure out how to get the NBA network, the NHL network, and the MLB network in that same package, then I don't even need cable anymore. No, essentially, it's just all you need. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also need the golf network, though. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. Those are like the four channels I watch. Mm-hmm. TBS, TNT, ESPN. ESPN Plus Golf yeah. Channel. So yeah, now it's a one-stop shop. So that's going to be thirty dollars a month. Yeah, but <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least. So, but I mean, if you if I wonder, you... I wonder how that screws ESPN Plus. Well, I think it's all I, part of the tune. I had ESPN Plus though. Yeah. By itself. Yeah, it's true. But. So oh, well. the only things they don't have is CBS, NBC, and Amazon. So it's not necessarily a one-stop shop, but for hockey fans, it is. I mean, most people at this point already have Amazon Prime, right? If they you, order stuff from Amazon, you so. think so? The fiscally, the most fiscally responsible one. Yeah, is that the? And then, uh, and then, hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see here. What do you got? You got two weeks to catch up on. Yeah, it looks like there might be a new hockey puck on the left over over Lyle's right shoulder. <laughs> I want to say I want to say second hockey puck on the top there. Maybe? I want I want to say the book on the on over the left, right near the goalie stick that that Ken Dryden statue from the Hall oh. of Fame is that okay? Mm-hmm. This is like ah, a right. this is like a um, 
This is like a uh, uh, one of those like find the differences picture. Right. Find find what was different compared to two weeks ago. Find, yes, find what that, that's one. There's been other editions. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, okay. Other editions. Uh, Can you spot the editions? Is the Bobby Orr book one? The one in front of the legends that read the Canada, or is that the Canada Cup? That's the Canada Cup, okay. uh, 1984 DVD set. Oh, okay, is that new? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Hey, look at me. Take that, COVID brain. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, get well soon there, bud. Thanks, man. Luckily, yeah. I'm unemployed, so it doesn't hurt me financially. So <laughs> I'm already been hurting financially, so I got that going yeah. for me. Yeah, you nice. got that going for you. Yeah. The funny thing would be like, like one week. You just put it like a soccer ball behind you or something like that. <laughs> Don't give me ideas. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be perfect. You there's something later, else you show up to the meeting and there's like uh there's like a rugby ball like <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. It's like, hey, that's not hockey. Uh, it, it all has to be hockey affiliated. But I mean maybe for the show I'll throw something different in there. <laughs> there is one thing though, which which to be fair, I am blocking with my head. Oh, there you go. Oh, look at that. Very nice. And that by the way, was salvaged by my parents because this sat in the bottom Ooh. of a um, a trunk that contained all my comic books and everything like that from when I was a kid. So when I left home, they sat there for like 25 years. My folks, when they were getting ready to move, we're going to we're going to bring the whole trunk down to me. And goes, here's all these books, which would have been great, except that they a lot of them got pretty moldy and yeah. things like that, because, of course, it's mm-hmm. kind of. I don't know if you guys know, you probably don't, but in rural Nova Scotia, it's humid. Mm-hmm. It gets humid in the spring, summer, and early fall. Not so where things... people have cases, random cases of Wayne Gretzky's uh, rookie, rookie card. Though. Yeah, it yeah, exactly, not. unfortunately. So, but anyway, they, they were able to salvage this, which was like huh. 19, vintage like 1975. So, you know, which uh, nice. even, has, even has Lyle's little autograph, 12-year-old oh, hey. Lyle's autograph in it, but... It was nice to my folks. At least they salvaged what they could, the stuff that could be salvaged. Oh, for sure. This was near the top, so that that's why it's still okay. Big winner. Yeah. Nice. Um yeah. we're still going through but anyway. We're still going through some of the news, Lyle. We were talking about cable yeah, cable we were talking about cable two, ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers all creating a new sports only network streaming service. Which will probably only have three minutes of hockey on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do have to okay an hour because they are contractually bound to show. Well, it, it, it's basically it's basically taking the ESPN Plus template and you can select what you want. Uh, mm. So go from there. Uh, everyone's happy about this. The Chicago Blackhawks are going to host the 2025 Winter Classic at Wrigley Field. Uh, Woohoo! Call it the Connor Bedard effect. They'll be taking without, on. Without con- Without, God. if Connor, if they hadn't drafted Connor Bedard, and if Bedard hadn't turned out to be. <laughs> As good as he was hyped up to be, I don't think the Blackhawks get themselves another uh, open air venue uh, matchup. No, maybe, no. They, maybe the Blues uh, reroute over to uh, Columbus or something, and they play there. You know, but I can only hey. imagine if if Twitter still existed. I can only imagine how pissed off people would be that Chicago has been getting rewarded for all of their shitty behavior over and over and over. Oh, you're not the only one to point that out. <laughs> You know, I mean, as soon as this news broke, I mean, what came down on on Hockey X, which is what Twitter's known as now, was basically, you know, what you were saying was like, why the hell, you know, why do they keep it? First of all, it was like, why them again? 
<laughs> and I mean, not even the Pittsburgh Penguins, who I know you guys hate, have been on as much, as, have had as many outdoor games mm-hmm. as the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. And so there really is a sense of, of why these guys again, and it's two words, Connor Bedard. And here's and and this is why this is why this is why very quickly is the Blackhawks saw the biggest jump in attendance in the through the first two months of this season. And it was all tied to Bedard. They gained on average over three thousand fans for their each home game, their first 10 home games. Wow. Yeah. Like no other team came close to that kind of an increase. And it was all tied to Bedard. It was all tied to that kid. And that's so I, why. So they're hoping for ratings gold by having them uh, Wrigley Field next year right. with, with Bedard, healthy, sophomore, with hopefully a better team. You yeah, know, being surrounding able to him. eat solids again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's yeah. pretty close to that. Yeah. yeah. I give the kid. So I'll go ahead. I was just gonna. I was gonna make the comparison back to when Ovechkin came to DC because I lived through that. But it took three years, mm. <clears throat> two to three years for attendance to spike after Ovechkin. Ovechkin's first year, like people knew he was gonna be good. But DC is such a what's the latest cool thing to do, and that's what everybody does. And that's also, right around when the Nationals came to came to DC. So mm-hmm. everybody was like all in love with the Nationals. But the and bla- then it took. Go ahead. And the Blackhawks revitalization. Also, this is coming off the tail end of the Taves Kane administration as well. Mm-hmm. So and of course the and of course the Kyle Beach, uh, you know, yeah, that whole situation. Thing. Uh, but the thing though, too, though, to your to your point though, Mark, I, I would I would suggest though that you know the reason why you saw the Blackhawks see, see such a big jump with Bedard is because it is more of a no offense, but it is more of an established hockey town. It is a more mm-hmm. established hockey market there. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, and, it's yeah, an original yeah. six franchise. No, I was sort of alluding to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. There I was saying also... that the DC fans just jumped to whatever the whatever the hot thing is, and then yeah. everybody does that. And then yeah. the what all the other teams just get forgotten for four years or five years or six years until they get good again. Quick aside, is, is it fair to say that Ovechkin made Washington a hockey town? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's been articles written about the Ovechkin effect for youth hockey and players joining youth hockey. So, yeah, do you think also when Ovechkin first came to the NHL that um, a lot of casual fans, I guess, didn't really know of him? They just knew that the Capitals drafted over all this goal scorer from Russia type thing. And then they started seeing him play, et cetera, et cetera. But I feel like if I didn't even talk to somebody, somebody didn't even watch hockey right now, and they would be like, oh, that Connor Bedard kid's pretty good, because they you've heard it everywhere. Yeah. About them. Yeah. I, I think that's fair as well. If 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 he had been, you know, Alex Smith from, you know, out of uh, you Francisco. know Boston or, or Idaho or or you know, Medicine Hat, Alberta. You know, the hype would have been so much more good, you know, good Canadian boy or good North American boy. Uh, yeah, I think maybe, the, you know, there might have been more hype around him than compared to what he got. Plus, he also came in in the shadow of Crosby. Right. Let's <laughs> let's not forget. I he, mean, also, he also came in during a lockout. 
Yeah, right, right after a lockout. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, well, and that's a fair point too. I mean, you have to wonder if if that season had not been locked out, you know, the 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 o four o five season would have been Ovechkin's rookie year. Right. Right. And well, he wouldn't have Crosby had to played. share the stage. He wouldn't have had to share the stage with Crosby nope. or have Crosby overshadow him, which is what happened. Right. Yeah. Until I'd say it, I'd say it was about midway through both of their respective rookie seasons that people started thinking of Ovechkin as an equal to Crosby, yeah. because it was so much hype about Crosby going in yeah. the 05-06 season. But if there hadn't been that lockout, Ovi would have had that entire season to himself. Yeah, and I and, and he'd yeah. have had an, at 50 more goals. Probably exactly. As a oh, result. yeah. We we wouldn't be talking about the chase. Now. <laughs> yeah, the chase would have been done. Yeah. yeah. And and then and then the the half season he lost later in his career. But, oh but, Jesus. Look, yeah. Like COVID. that. That's something. By the way, just as an aside, that this legacy of lockouts and everything like that. I mean, it it robbed. Well, I mean, look at Yager. Yager lost a, a season and a half to a lockouts. You know. Actually, no, he, lost, he was he back lost, in like, the NHL for the he was back in the NHL for yeah. the last one too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he suffered the most. You know, he uh-huh. he lost two full seasons. Now you mm-hmm. could say, well, yeah, if he hadn't gone over to Russia, yeah, sure, if he hadn't gone over to poor little Russia, they got no money. And I'm starting to sidetrack because I've been watching. <laughs> I've been I've been reading the biography of the kids in the hall, so I'm always uh, so I've been <laughs> after I finish a chapter, I'm like binge watching like a, like a half an hour of clips after each chapter on YouTube. Poor little That's Russia, they don't got any money. Poor little Russia, yes. <laughs> I guess there's arguments. <laughs> but yeah, there's arguments. I mean, Gretzky played a lot of his career. With seventy-two game seasons, also right, not yeah. eighty-two game seasons, or not eighty. He had eighty games. Or he, I mean, it was still okay. So it was still fewer games. Yeah. So you know, whatever. But yeah. games, but yeah. some yeah. of the some but, of the defensemen he played against also worked on the railroad in the summers too. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, Ovi lost what a year and a half. Year and a half. Well, just, you can even make the case yeah. that he actually lost. That he actually like Yager lost lost two years. Well, yeah, because you had, you had the COVID no, time. Half, sorry, I'm doing that wrong. Well, no, no if you had the COVID time, the 050 year, the 0405, yeah. So he lost a year and a half. We well, wouldn't that, be talking well, then, about and the COVID year. So yeah, that's two. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and oh Jesus, I forgot about that. Yeah, the whole COVID shortened seasons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, what's what Scotty's cool. living through now? Doing right now. Yeah. 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 And so you got the full lockout in rookie year. You got the half lockout in 2012 or whatever that yeah. was, 2011, 2012, 2013, and then you got the COVID year where you. But the COVID yeah. thing was was something unavoidable. The lockout stuff right. would have been avoidable if if the NHL and the NHLPA weren't loggerheads sure. with each other's for decades. You know. Yeah. So. Anyway, I didn't mean to word. distract. No, no. The distraction of, of our of our conversation. Uh, by the way, back to Bedard, Yeah. This will be the Blackhawks' yeah. seventh event. Seventh one, and they've only won one. Yep, and then the Flyers and Penguins both at six. So mm-hmm. good for them. Uh, they should put stars on their jerseys for like winter classics, right? And outdoor games. Yeah. And meanwhile, uh, the Columbus, stars I haven't mean, played in an outdoor. Oh, and meanwhile, Col- no, the, no, the stars <laughs> did. They played. In one. They um, played a couple. One, one winter classic. I think there was a, a stadium series. Didn't they do a stadium series? They well? did a winter classic. They just did a winter classic. Oh, oh my god, the stadium series jersey that the Dallas Stars would put out would break the fucking internet because it'd just be neon green. Yeah. <laughs> Still, three teams that have not played in a <clears throat> outdoor game. Columbus is one. Yep. Phoenix. 
Arizona's another. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Seattle and Vegas just did. Yep. And they're yeah, the two so newest they're teams. Off, they're so. off the board. Yeah, they just did. So Aris- and actually, that was, I have to say, again, that was one of the more entertaining winter classics. I actually, that was one I actually sat down and really enjoyed. It was a good game. I think the weather really helped that one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was very much perfect for mm-hmm. outdoor hockey. Yeah. Well, I think also <clears throat> they had the uh, retractable roof when they were creating everything. So yes. I think that helped him out a lot too. That helped big time, but it plus, was a very good game. Yep. Plus people throwing fish. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, yes. that actually ups any event, yes. I believe. Indeed. Uh, Florida, the other team. Florida, the other team. Oh wow. The mm. Panthers. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, the Panthers are gaining respect. <sighs> right. Panthers are gaining respect. Maybe they'll. Maybe. Did they say who's playing the Blackhawks? Yeah, the Blues. Yeah. Oh. It's well, it's a, a no. It's a it's a no. Did they already do that? It's a Norris Division rivalry. Yeah, they you know, did it just in, seems like they did. No, I think they did it in St. Louis, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, I'm pretty certain they played each other in St. Louis. <clears throat> oh, for God's sake. Okay. Well, whatever. Or was that... Uh... <laughs> <sighs> Shit. I'm pretty I mean, certain no the Blues the played Blues the Blackhawks out at an outdoor game already. That was it's like no di- no disrespect to the Blues, but I mean that the, they're trying to do that whole Norris no. Division rivalry thing, <laughs> and that the Norris Division died 30 years ago. It's only right. old farts like me who remember it. Uh, where's the home team designation? You sons of bitches! They did play because they had the whole thing with the arts. Yep, they did play the Blackhawks in 2017. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. See, I remember some things. My man. <laughs> uh, Todd McClellan out in L.A. Todd no Hiller in as interim. Not a shock at all. No, nope. that that shock. whole thing's falling apart. But I'll tell you now. You know, <clears throat> the the emphasis now is 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 on Rob Blake, the general manager. You know, he he built this team and things were chugging along pretty fine there for a while. And then he made some moves that unbeknownst to everybody as to what was going to happen. It really upset the chemistry of this club, which is unusual because they started the season. They set a record, I think, for season opening uh, road wins. I think it was. Was it road wins or home wins? I think it was road wins. Yeah. Yeah. And then right after that, everything just derailed. But, you know, Bringing in Pierre Luc Dubois and having to trade away, like they traded, they traded away Sean Dursey in a salary dump to the, the Coyotes. And what a, what a, you know, he's a big reason why the Coyotes have improved this year. Yeah. Uh, but also what they gave up to Winnipeg as well in 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 Iafalo and Valerity, you know, to to bring in uh, Dubois, uh-huh. that made the Jets better and it hurt the chemistry and the depth on the Kings. And that could have been offset if Dubois was playing up to expectations, but he's not. You know, uh, one of the biggest disappointments of, of the half season was was Dubois' performance. And you got you got a whole bunch of Canadians fans going, right. so glad our team didn't grab him. So when oh. he gets bought out, then the Caps will pick him up for seven seventy five as a reclamation project. <laughs> yep. and, yeah. And, and that's when he'll that's when he'll find his smile. Yeah, whatever. Ted the owns but I can fix him. But but now that all the all the heats all the heats on uh, Rob Blake now. And if if this team misses the playoffs because they've been just dropping steadily, the only reason why they haven't fallen out of the chase is sooner is because the teams beneath them were just worse because they're know? in the Pacific. <laughs> yeah, but now it's it's catching up to them. They're they're just clinging now to a playoff spot and if it doesn't get better there's going to be some questions raised about uh, rob blake's management whether he gets fired i don't know but i think it's safe to say that you know 
there will be uh, his job security may not be uh, quite as quite as assured as it was at the start of the season when everybody, including myself, was singing his praises for pulling off the Dubois deal. Yep. Well, you know, it happens. Yep. There's flaws in everyone. Um, Evgeny Kuznetsov, uh, the latest player to go into the assistance program. All the best to him. Indeed. Um, yep, indeed. He's, yeah, he's he's had some issues for a while, and, and let's hope now that he's, yeah, he gets that he gets the help he needs. Get some guidance. Sincerely. Yep. Uh, all right. After we went off the air on our shortened show yesterday, or last week, we uh-huh. uh, saw the news that Elias Lindholm <laughs> like, is a Vancouver like Canuck. minutes after we went off the air. Yep. Oh, my God. You guys just did a short one. Last yeah, yeah, week. yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Because um, so, I was sitting there thinking, ah, oh, damn, I just come home from taking Tino for, for, for birthday supper and all that. We had a lovely time. Come back. And I, as soon as I overturned, because I didn't even look at my phone. As soon as I get, I look uh-huh. at my phone. Oh, son of a bitch! And then I'm thinking, oh shit, we could be talking about this on <laughs> yep, the show. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! And, oh anyway. well. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Then. Yep. Linhold yeah. the Vancouver Kuzmenko prospects and picks to Calgary. It kind of solves a little bit both sides. I mean, Linholm was looking to get traded, and he was pretty much said, "I was. I'm glad it's over now." And mm-hmm. Kuzmenko has been since the beginning of the year, just kind of on the firing line. Uh, Linda Lindholm didn't look bad his first uh, first showing out there, and neither did Kuzmenko. No, they seemed like a change. I mean, both these guys. It it was funny. They had their their first games with their new teams last night, and both players were instrumental in their team's victories. Uh, You know, Lindholm with two of the three goals. Uh, Kuzmenko uh, scored and and looked really good on the same line with Jonathan Huberdeau, who had a goal and two assists last night. It's one of his best games he's played with the Flames. Now, you know, got to kind of withhold judgment. This could just be maybe just kind of the sugar rush of, of oh, new limeade or whatever, and you, things go well at first and then it falls apart. But maybe this turns out to be something that, you know, helps reignite uh, Huberdeau's uh, long dormant uh, offense since he came to Calgary because – Man, he re- he has really struggled. And last night, like I said, he and Kuzmenko looked look good. Looked like they had some chemistry going there. And that's just it. you got to figure when that hangover wears off and uh, mm. where, if the headache comes back or not. Yeah. So. But if it doesn't, Jesus, that's going to be a big hit. That'll be a big win for uh, for Craig Comroy with that deal. It's the first landmark deal. So there we go. There you go. So, uh, Lyle, how many, how many more... Uh, how many more Eliases are going to be available before the trade deadline? And can we walk <laughs> with them? That Vancouver could just run the corner of the market. They've yeah, they've cornered the market on on not just Elias Pettersons, but also Elias other other Swedes named Elias. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and their brothers Ezekiel. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got him. Is that biblical? No, it's no, a wrestling. That's a WWE reference. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> close. It's almost I, I, one in the same. For a minute, and was, and then it was I, very. It was I, close Elias, to the guitar playing dude that uh, the Undertaker yes. slammed to hell. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, but then he shaved off his beard and he came back as as his brother. They yep. were different people. Different people the entire time. <laughs> oh boy. Can I just say I really hope that we, that the Vince McMahon era is finally over and done with oh, the oh, so oh, you have to If this so doesn't do it. Just as an aside, yeah, I know this is a hockey show, but just as an aside since we're all wrestling fans. Because honest to God, I have really been losing my enjoyment of WWE for a long time. I've only sporadically watched it, and that's only if I find out, ooh, something cool is going on. You know, I kind of, you know, but it's just. 
nothing was ever going to change as long as Vince had some measure of control in that company. He does not have any measure yep. of control anymore. Apparently, apparently. No. He had too much control. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, <laughs> I mean, they, they, yeah, according they, to the law, they need yeah. they need uh, new blood in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not photoshopped at all. No, nope. not at all. They're looking great. Not at all. <laughs> that is Ezekiel and Elias. Yes. Yep. Yep. Gotta love it. Not the same person at all. Nope. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, just as an aside, I, here's hoping they get uh, they they get themselves on a new and better direction. And and boy, oh boy, people really don't want to see The Rock go up against Roman Reigns in WrestleMania, do they? Do not. Holy crap, that backlash. Wow. No, backlash, backlash is a different one. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn oh, it. Right. Yeah, backlash is after. Yeah. He, you, you, uh, there, it, one of two things is happening. Either they have sort of fed the narrative into social media to, to, to elicit this sort of response. Or I think they might be doing a halfway decent job of responding to it within the content of the program. They're trying to recreate the like, Daniel Bryan I, moment. Uh, yeah, I feel or, like they're gonna they're gonna pivot somehow based on the feedback that they're getting off of social media. Either yeah. that, or they tried to they tried to make the Rock out to be you know. All right, let's bring back the the literally one of the most popular people on the planet, and everyone's gonna love it. Yep. And then and we're gonna make him be going with the NHL defense, where they're like, "No, no, no, don't look at this over here. We have Connor Bedard." <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also yeah. it's also like Rock's like I'm I'm head I'm the board of directors now, and I do now everything I want now. Yeah. Mm. At nine thirty eight this morning, I activated myself. myself. <laughs> yeah. The Roger Jordan defense. <laughs> <laughs> I honest, honest to God, I think it's it. It seems like a little bit of a of a mishmash of two or three things that you guys mentioned there. On the one hand, I think it's yes, let's bring back one of the most popular people on the planet, one of the most popular wrestlers of all time, and see if that helps sell because we've been kind of sagging, um, you know. And part of it is, oh no, 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 don't look at what uh, is going on with with mm -hmm. Vinnie Mac and the very disgusting details of of all of that. Uh, no, no, pay attention to the rock. On, and honestly, I just, yeah, I, I, yeah, they just seem to be kind of devoid of new ideas. And meanwhile, you've got the American Nightmare right there. Yep. Yep. You know, the fans want Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, after he wrestled with a torn peck, yep. I think that just, like, that just changed everything for him. Right. Mm -hmm. That really put him over. I, honest to God, I really wasn't totally sold on him until then. Because to wrestle with a torn pectoral muscle, first of all, that's insane. Mm -hmm. right? That's just absolutely hurt. insane. Yeah, and that's very close to the heart. It's not like a oh my bruise Lord. in the thigh. Like when he took off his robe and you saw how black and blue he was, I'm like, why is this man not, you know, in a friggin' hospital right now? Right. <laughs> you know? Probably because he couldn't hurt himself anymore. Yeah, more like, it's like I, you know, I can't feel any more pain. Do your worst. It hurts enough. This, this cannot kick me in the nuts. It won't uh, hurt as much as this hurts now. <laughs> Go ahead. What I would like though is I would like I would like a thirty minute like YouTube interview on the decision to get your own logo tattooed on the side of your neck. Right. Mm. That's what I would like to know. Like, <laughs> what went into that thought process? <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> no. Well, here's he just the, ran out of he was just running out of places to put it, I guess. Well, the, the 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 damn the damnedest thing 
is that we are in February, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they're doing this to Cody. Mm-hmm. During Black History Month, one of the most uh, thoughtful. That's right. Cody Black, his- Black History. <sighs> yep. Yeah. I mean, he was there when MLK met Malcolm X, and he was there talking between those two gentlemen. <laughs> Cody. Oh, Lord. With an AEW, Mike. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's, what, that's when the meme first started, was when he's in that's AEW. Because uh, he did a whole thing and just like, I'm just as black as you guys. And I'm, wait, what? Hold on, Cody. What? That's not racist at all, no. No. Well, son of a... He beats you, man. You know, what can you do? Uh, oh, come on, pro wrestling. It's the 21st century. Please get into it. No, Jesus fine. Christ. Anyway. Uh, Sean Monahan's getting into it in Winnipeg. He goes mm. and he gets turned for a first round pick. Holy shit. Look at Ladies that. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Ken Hughes's yeah. masterclass in asset management. Magnum Holy shit. You get a first a conditional first round pick from the Flames, you know, to take Sean Monahan's then $6.35 million cap hit off their hands because they needed to clear that cap space so they could bring in, you know, they could bring in and sign Jonathan Huberdeau, among others. And then you turn around and you flog him to Winnipeg for another first round pick. So now you've got two firsts in this year's draft and two firsts in next year's draft. And now you have the option of maybe being able to package one or two of those picks to go and get yourself maybe some more immediate help for your scoring, mm. either before this trade deadline or, which I think is going to happen more likely in the off season near the near the uh, before the the first round of this year's draft. I think is when that's going to go down because that's uh, the best time to kind of flood those picks. And Ken Hughes has a history of doing that. Got Alex; he traded his first round pick for Alex Newhook last year. Traded a first round pick to bring in Kirby Doc the year before. Can you see the theme developing? Mm-hmm. So, yep. If you got spare first round picks, use them. Use them to bring in immediate help and then use your other one to bring in more of that. Though this time around, if the Canadians were to finish in the top five again, you have to wonder would he move that pick if he could get somebody who's really good to come in and, and help them with their scoring? Wow. I wonder I wonder what the analytics say about like a, a player that's been in the league for two to three years that's proven he can do it versus that that may only have like first or second round pedigree, right? Low first round, second round mm. pedigree or something like that versus a top five pick that still carries Ooh. risk. Right. You're talking about a player a that, risk. that that does not carry a ton of risk because he's proven he could do it. But then again, you wind up with your Jonathan Huberdos sometimes that have proven it for seven seasons or whatever, mm, and then you wind then you up change, on a different tre- team. Change and, teams and yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree. With you. There's there is risk there, but then again, NHL history is also replete with uh, trades where you're seeing guys trade teams and or change teams, and they're just as good, if not better. So mm-hmm. you know, sometimes some I'd say the Canadians are well positioned right now to be able to take that risk, given where they are in their rebuilding process. When when it, when you mentioned Huberdo and and uh, with the Flames when they did that, I mean that was of course it was an unusual circumstance, but at the time we all praised it because they Matthew Kachuk wasn't going to stay with them, so they traded him away and they brought in uh, Huberdo and McKenzie and uh, Mackenzie Weger, and Weger's turned out well for them. You know mm-hmm. they've had no complaints with him, but anyway, regardless, and picks, that was right. Pardon me? They got picks in that deal as well, didn't they? Didn't they? 
I don't think uh, so. Maybe not. Uh, anyway, I continue. Did, but you know. But you anyway, know. Reg- regardless, the thing was is is that you know the Flames, you know, were coming off a very strong season, and they were hoping to take the next step, and they wanted to be able to maintain themselves as as a as a playoff club. Whereas Montreal is a rebuilding team. I don't think if 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 you turn around, given. Given the youth they've got stockpiled on that roster and in their farm system, I think they can afford to take that chance. It's I don't think it would adversely set back their rebuild by any significant amount if they made that trade for a player with the risk that, oh, he might not work out. By the yeah. way, they did get a first-round pick in 2025, the Flames, for... They Matthew did, Kuchuk, okay. Yes. Okay, I couldn't remember. Good pool, Mark, yeah. good pool. Yeah. I would like yes. to... Uh, I would like to envision Kent Hughes having like aces up his sleeves and basically being like, so uh, remember when we took that three-year deal instead of the five-year deal we wanted? Yeah, you owe me now. How about you send me a first-round pick? Yeah. (laughs) Kent Hughes. Oh, we laugh. (laughs) And then it happens. It'd be like, fuck. Johnny called it. <laughs> that's, that's right. I, I envisioned this being a whole lot of like receipts being cashed in. Yeah. At some yeah. point being like, yeah, so remember you wanted me to do that favor for you and uh, and talk my uh, talk my client into taking a little bit less money and staying with your team. Well, here, here's the thing. What do, you got to, what do you got to repay me? He can't do that with Vladimir Tarasenko because he's changing uh, agents at a fucking rapid pace. Oh, my Lord, yes. Again. You know, you guys just gave me an idea, and it may have just been because it we... sitcom? It, it could be. Mm. Probably not a sitcom. Elevator pitch, Maybe let's more go. more of a reality show. Not, not even a show. But anyway, we were talking wrestling. We were talking hockey. Anytime that future considerations gets traded, uh-huh. we need to treat it like a Money in the Bank briefcase. Ooh. <laughs> and whenever the team Ooh. wants to cash in their future considerations... They can do it whenever they want. I like it. I like it. You want to make, yeah, you want to make, you want to throw some fun and some intrigue into the. Oh, the draft would be amazing at that point. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? (laughs) You're like, wait a minute. That's Dale Talon. (laughs) He obviously can't use a fax machine, so he's got to get that briefcase. He's running in with a briefcase over his head. He's like, no, 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 we want this pick. <laughs> that would oh be amazing. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? It's but a... you also have to bring oh. a referee down with you as well. Yes, yes, exactly. You have to bring a... Uh, the... Why are we bringing a ref? No reason. You got to bring the hologram of uh, of uh, Jim Gregory. <laughs> there you go. But can you Im- That would definitely... I like that idea. That would add intrigue, not to the trademark, but also to Johnny's point to the draft as well. The the first round, it's like, and the Chicago Blackhawks are pleased to present. It's like, <laughs> back off! That's Kent Hughes' music. He's going. He's cashing in his money in the bank. <laughs> he's he's our future considerations again. <laughs> Bringing out future considerations. Let's do it. <laughs> oh God. I do like that. I like that. I do. I do. It's good. It's nice, nice. I mean, it would stop people from trading future considerations if you had no idea what it could be. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Future considerations becomes that scene in The Godfather where Don Corleone says, someday, and that day may never come, I may come to you for a favor. (laughs) Exactly. 
uh, okay. <laughs> Let's yeah. make it oh, so. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You thought you were signing that top free agent on July 1st. Not anymore. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <I> mean, bang. <laughs> yeah. If uh, yeah, as soon as uh, one team picks a player that the other team had on their their draft board, immediately <laughs> right. after they get drafted, future considerations. Future nope, considerations. take that jersey off, kid. Yeah. Oh no no, even better, even better. You've got the top unrestricted free agent. He's sitting down at the desk there with the general manager. Blah blah blah. He signs the contract. Ah, I'm really looking forward to joining the Florida Panthers. And all of a sudden, Ken Hughes comes crashing in and goes, "Wait a minute!" Slams thing, slams down the money in the bank and goes, "Lift up the top page of that contract." And you see, it's for the Montreal Canadiens <laughs> instead of the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> so, I found out the Cody meme and where it came from. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So was, this was during the pandemic era. Yes. And they were he was about to take on Anthony Agogo. And this was during the weigh-in. <clears throat> and he goes on this whole thing about uh, you're living the English, you're not here to live the England dream, you're here to live the American dream, coming across the pond, blah, blah, blah. Then he says this, this fucking nugget of joy. Prior to 1961 in Atlanta, Georgia, there was segregation. Blacks and whites could not attend the same schools, and in 2021, the very same city, my wife, my wife will give birth to a beautiful and a beautiful white and a beautiful black American princess who have both identities, shun neither. And I want her to know I don't just lay down under another man's flag. Wow. Yeah, that was why he ended racism. Yep, he ended it right there. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what a pivot, right? <laughs> So, Cody Rhodes, uh, black ally. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Tarasenko, switching agents like it's nobody's business. Yeah, and, and doing it four weeks before the, uh, the, you know, the trade deadline. Yeah. That doesn't leave very much time there to kind of work some shit out with your new agent. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Well, it sounded like he wanted to be traded, and his agent was like, we're not going to be able to trade you. He's like, oh, okay. Well, then I find somebody <laughs> who will. Kent Hughes. Just kidding. Mm. <laughs> oh, we laugh. <laughs> we laugh. <laughs> yeah. By the way, slavkovsky has been playing well too. Mm, yeah. Big night for the Slav last night. Yeah, weird. Yeah. He's mm. he has in his last nineteen. He's got fourteen points in his last nineteen games. No surprise. That's because they mm. moved him up onto the top line, Weird. which is where you know. So it's just like, hey, you know, kid's getting better. Kid's got a wicked shot now. He's getting now. He's getting more comfortable using it. That man, that thing's up. Bullet, good yeah. God! Huh? Yeah. So he just needed some time. That's interesting. Weird. Isn't that something? A, a first round pick who just needed some time to develop. Isn't that? Isn't that amazing? Mm. Yeah, yeah. You you'd almost think that that different players develop at different rates and things like that, right? That's Rather than weird. come in and be an instant superstar. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Meanwhile, Shane Wright, hey, he's tearing things up uh, for Coachella in the AHL. Uh, okay, that's a shame. <laughs> uh, but 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 Jesse Pugliarvi to Pittsburgh, decent value pick there. <clears throat> All right, yeah. deal. Good for him. That's that's a good comeback story. I mean, double hip resurfacing. Yeah, you know, one is coming back from one is, is is bad enough, and he 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 had two, but he's he's hey, he played his way way back into an NHL contract. So, you know, I hope it works out for him. I really do. I I don't care what team he plays for. I I really hope it uh-huh. works out for him. You know, he can get his career back on on track. I mean, maybe yeah, he's probably never going to be that 
you know, that first line right wing scorer that he was projected to be when the Oilers drafted him. But, you know, if he can carve out a, a decent NHL career the rest of the way, I say good on him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. Do we want to talk about the post All-Star game run to the deadline or do we want to talk about that gong show of a press conference at London police services had? Well, I suppose we probably shouldn't avoid the, the WJC thingy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Boy, that was a fucking disaster. <sighs> Jesus. Did, did you want to talk God. about not knowing the, the temperature of the room? The London police really hammered that shit home. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, this has been a, you know, this has just been a, a giant fuck up since since their initial investigation in 2018, which is like, oh, we, we didn't see anything that merited charges. Now, all of a sudden, miraculously, oh, well, we reopened our investigation, and now we, we, we can press charges. <laughs> Would you look at all that? Uh, and it's just like, maybe it's the video games. Yeah, no, that's not... That's not... No. <sighs> yeah. The fact that he actually, he actually broached that topic is Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. Um, what video games? He just said it was the video games. Mm-hmm. The video yes. games and the media portrayal. Yeah, you know, I, I guess I miss those 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 video games where where gang rape was a popular thing. Right. You know, that's like what, that's give what, me a fucking yes, break yeah. here, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, not a shiny moment, that's for sure. You really, yeah, that 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 that's not going to instill confidence if if you're a, a resident of London, Ontario, and they, to give you any real confidence in your police force. And, and I shouldn't tar the whole. It's not right to tear the whole the whole group. You know. But just because their chief of police seems to be uh, a bit yeah. of an idiot. But anyway. Yeah. So that's happening. Let's just say you don't have much confidence in the mm. people running the London, Ontario no, 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 no. I'm sure the, 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 regular, the regular cops on the beat are doing a good job. Well, I was but. looking it up. He, he just started there in June. And it's like if he makes it to the end of the month, I'll be shocked after this display. But you oh, would Christ. also think that somebody would be smart enough to, I don't know. Prepare a statement. Figure out what the fuck you're going to say before getting microphones and cameras put in front of you when this is the biggest news story that's occurring Mm -hmm. at this current time, especially in a country that is, first of all, this is involving their world junior team. And second of all, is hockey mad in general in the first place? Like, you got to realize that everyone is watching exactly what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And then you go and just. Well, it's also on the tails up. of all the other shit that's happened in the hockey world. Oh, over the last five so years. haven't we yeah. just kind of remember when the NHL was kind of just like, hey, our guys <laughs> don't do dumb shit like the NFL and the NBA and Major League Baseball. And now we're like, yeah, they did. They mm-hmm. just didn't talk about it. Yeah, they did a better job keeping it covered up. It's yeah. now all bubbling to the surface now. It, and this is the thing. It's sad to say, but this has always been in hockey. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that at every level you're always going to see like the, that sort of thing happen, but it's been there. You know, the stories are out there. They are, and they're not just, oh, in the last five years. I mean, for God's sake, you, you, you know, they're talking about now doing an investigation into the, into the 2003 uh, Canadian world junior team for some of, you know, for, for, for an alleged sexual assault, you know, you've got, I mean, these stories, they have to have records of who they paid off, right? Oh yeah. You have to. Yeah. Oh yeah. When that comes out, which it, 
I feel like it has to at some point, right? Oh yeah. Like there yeah. have to be people implicated in mm-hmm. that of all of the like hush money that got sent out from uh, Hockey Canada. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the thing. You're only just scratching the surface. And the reason why it's gone on for as long as it has is is because, first of all, Canadians, average Canadians didn't know what the hell Hockey Canada was up to, which mm-hmm. is the which is the, the biggest hue and cry. I mean, as shocked as everybody is here uh, a, a, about these stories, the fact that Hockey Canada took registration money that parents mm-hmm. paid to register their kids into hockey and put it towards a slush fund that basically paid off people to keep quiet about these things. I mean, you know, that just, I mean, I'm still gobsmacked by that, you know? And so here we are with this situation now. And, and you know, the NHL now this this whole thing with the dub that with the WJC, I mean, people are trying to point the fingers at the NHL and that the NHL did not cover this up. The NHL had no fucking idea of what was happening with these guys when they get drafted and brought in. OK, um, you know, they conducted their own investigation. OK, um, Batman's getting some flack for not revealing what the results were. Because he's actually doing the right thing here by saying, no, no, we have to wait until the criminal proceedings are over and then we will we will get into that. Because the reason why they're doing their own investigation as well is that depending on the outcome of this, their investigation could become legal justification. Exactly. Evidence to ban these guys. okay, from the NHL, if found guilty. okay. Or if not found guilty, who knows? Maybe they get some other kind of suspensions. But this is something where you be getting into the legalese part of it with the NHLPA. Okay, so I think that's why they conducted that separate investigation. Right, of, and, of what and a was private investigation done by the NHL is still proprietary information, so mm-hmm. it's not you can't what release you said. it unless you want to. <laughs> exactly. But Batman caught a lot now now Batman caught a lot of flack in his uh, All-Star game uh, press conference for a lot of stupid shit. Um, you know, again the whole uh, that whole uh, Four Nations Cup thing that they're going to they're going to be doing. And by the way, props to uh, Boston Bruins winger and uh, native <laughs> of Chechia, uh, mm-hmm. David Pasternak for basically saying exactly what he felt about that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. It was well, just like, yeah. And speaking of that, real quickly, as we do a quick, I had an informal discussion with some of my friends that are not hockey fans about that news when it came out, because they were like shocked that Finland was apparently a world, a big enough world power in hockey to get their own team, even though they won, you know, the Olympics, I think, two years ago or three or whatever it was. But uh, I was like, look, the way this should have went down is USA should have had a team. Canada should have had a team. Europe should have had a team and go ahead and throw Russia in there if you want to include them, like at least the players from Russia, if you want to do like a Euro Russia team or whatever, and then do an under 23 team. And the way you handle it is the under 23 team gets to draft all of their roster first. And then the other teams get to draft their rosters. And then that'll be a pretty even tournament. Mm -hmm. And you'll get all your superstars. Yeah. Yeah, and you could do another version of that, Mark, which we discussed about before, which was Canada, U.S., Sweden, and Finland. Then you do like you did in 2016, if because let's right now there's that ban against Russia, so I can understand why they don't want to have Russia, even though there would be some Russian players like Artemi Panarin who absolutely do not support what their government's mm-hmm. doing. But 
unfortunately, they've kind of caught up in that. But you have a Team Europe, like you did in 2016, made up of those smaller hockey powers like Czechia and Slovakia and Germany and Austria and Slovenia and on and on. And then you have the Team North America with, as you said, the under-23s, right, from North America, where, yes, Connor Bedard would be the headline guy, right? Why not do that? Now you got six teams. It's perfect. Oh, you can't do a tournament with six teams. Really? Gee, the NHL did just fine for 30 fucking years with six teams. Okay? So mm -hmm. sit down and shut up. No, that's totally fine. But excluding you've got Pasternak, who's one of the, the best goal scorers in the, in the world right now. Leon Dreisaitl, an established superstar in his own right. You know, Mort Sider, you know, one of the, the the bright young defensemen in the NHL, and on and on I can go. And these guys get excluded. It's a slap in the face to those countries. It's a slap in the face of those players. That's the NHL basically telling them you're not important enough. Okay? Yeah. It is. It really you're... came down to costs, right? Yeah. Yep. At the end oh, of the yeah. day, they pick two countries that were next to each other in both sides, and then they're just going to fly whatever teams together to play each other. And like... they aren't necessarily warring with anybody. Yeah. Right. But the whole thing is, this is a pointless is pointless. It really is. Oh, it'll be a warm up tournament for the year before we go to the Olympics. Nobody gives a shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, it won't I'm, be if you only have four teams. Yeah. I'm going to be watching it because I have to cover it. Okay. For my job. As a hockey fan, I don't give a shit. I'm looking forward to the Olympics where I can see true international hockey, true best on best. Okay, not some warmed over tournament mm -hmm. that doesn't even that doesn't include some of the very best players in the world. I don't give a shit about it. I really I don't. I can't wait until the NHL still tries to do a skills competition for all the people that aren't playing in the tournament next year <laughs> and invite like Dreisaitl and Pasternak to like hey guys, <laughs> come on over to this little media <laughs> event that we're going to have where you take slap shots and and nobody shows up. Right. Or you take slap shots and a shooter tutor or Gary Bettman. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I'm they're just... hitting him in the balls a lot. Their <laughs> shot seems to be, they seem to be trying to go five hole, but uh, a little high, a little high. Yeah, I bet Dreisler will hit the fucking target if it's uh, if it's the crotch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, when the Olympics come around, though, and we play our uh, the the rage of the um, Turin games. Uh, actual Italian or not on yeah. the hockey Ooh. team. Yep. Ooh, that will be entertaining. Yes. Pass or pies on. <laughs> even better. Pass or pies on. Does that's, your name that, have a vowel? He's definitely Canadian. Yeah. That that was a COVID talking, wasn't it, Scotty? No. Okay. If, <laughs> if your name ends in a vowel, you're eligible for the Italian national team. Antonio Pizza Pasta is going to be a great scorer in that third line wing. <laughs> Oh my! But anyway, yeah. But that whole uh, WJC thing, just to wrap that kind of up, yeah. It's yeah. this is, oh man. Like you know, I, I honestly, I don't see how even if the five guys who, if they get acquitted in this, how they're ever going to be able to come back into the NHL again. Just, just, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be, it's, but again, Hey, you know, cross that bridge. If you come to it, you know, uh, if, if they, if they're convicted, they're done. You will never see them back in the NHL again. I don't see how any NHL team could, could do it because just the, the sheer complete and utter outrage that you would see 
I mean, to have that hanging over. Mind you, though, there would be one that would be stupid enough to try. Remember the Boston Bruins there with uh, the uh, the prospect a couple of years ago, the one who had been, uh, you know, gone to trial for for bullying and abusing. And no other team touched. I mean, the you know, the Coyotes, when they found out about just said, no, no, drop their, you know, wash, wash their hands of them completely. And the Bruins thought, yeah, we'll take a chance on this kid. Yeah. 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 Well, and then the, well, I forget what the dude's name was, but the, the, Matt the, Mitchell? the guy the Canadians drafted. Logan oh, Mayu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that one, that, that one was, was kind of a different situation because it it involved him, you know, sharing a, a photo of a consensual sex act, even though, yes, that's, that is very obviously wrong in a sex crime, but it's not on the, it, it really isn't on the same yes, level. Yes. yes it right. really isn't. Um, and he's gone through rehabilitation and everything like that. So, okay, you give the guy a second chance here, right? Whereas alleged gang rape is... Mm, that's a little... That's yeah. just beyond the pale. Not quite. Be honest. Not yeah, they're, yeah. So I don't see... If they, get, if they get convicted, I don't see any road back to the NHL for them at all. Nope, not at all. It's a it's a very sordid situation, um, but my my sincere hope is that this will be a fucking learning experience for Hockey Canada. That this is going to be a learning experience for hockey culture, just in general. Because yeah, my God, I, I know. Let me right. How many times you, do we have to have this would, exact conversation? I know, I know. Right? But this is I I still I'm 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 an optimist by nature, Mark. So I have to try and mm-hmm. seize on to some little kernel of hope here that they might actually learn something from this and try and change that toxic culture. You know, because I yeah. really don't want to be turned around ten years from now and seeing this same shit again. I as I just say really quickly as an aside here, when I was when I was in the Canadian forces in the late nineties. We had this huge, like, sex scandal it, that was based on just a lot of people in positions of power and authority abusing that to sexually assault and sexually abuse, you know, junior ranks. Okay. And we went through all this stuff of training and awareness training and everything like this and blah, blah, blah. And it was supposed to be that, yep, it was going to be better. And here we are 25 years later and they're still seeing the same shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm not in the Canadian military anymore, but I've just been, you know, in the last five years, I keep seeing these reports coming out, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, I was probably in with these people. They took the same friggin' training I took. When did it not click into their goddamn heads that it's wrong? And it's just, I'm like, how are we still back in this situation? And that's my fear with this, is that nobody will learn anything, and in 10 to 15 years, there'll be another friggin' sex scandal again, and we'll be right back talking about this again, and I'll just feel just so fucking disgusted with yeah. mankind. Yeah. Time is probably what it's going to be is that in order to <clears throat> in order to make that happen, you need to kind of clean shop of the people that are teaching yeah. these yeah. kids well, that that's okay, and that kind yeah. of shit. You know, like... Yeah. yeah. And, there's and, way... There's a, there's a far bigger layer of... Uh, it's not. It didn't start with these five guys. Oh no! Or that Heavens, team. No, Jesus. No. And it's not going to end with those five guys or that mm-hmm. team unless the topsoil gets pulled off completely yeah. and it yeah. gets replaced. And, 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 and as, as we all know, like workplace training 
mm. slides or whatever. Yeah. The, the, it, there's there's a very small percentage of people that go through those trainings and be like, oh shit, and I'm having a revelation right now. I didn't realize that this was such a big problem. Like mm-hmm. either you know it's bad and you're doing it and you go through the training to get the checkbox yeah. or you knew it was bad all along and you're annoyed that you have to go through the training because you knew it was bad all along. <laughs> There's there's really no in between person that's like oh shit I didn't realize this was bad, <laughs> right? Well it's 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 uh, like my mother uh, said when we were I was talking about this with my family a few few months ago when I was down home and my mother saw that come up on the news and she just said their parents raised them wrong, mm-hmm. right? There you go. Simple as that. The other thing I want to see though is not just any it's not just the consequences to the players who who, who do this. The people who enabled them, the mm-hmm. people who covered it up, yeah. it shouldn't just be, oh, well, you're fired, you lose your job. Here's your golden parachute and you could go off now in a business community somewhere else. No, no, no. They they need to face criminal proceedings too because you covered it up. You know, you covered right. it up. That's a fucking crime. You can't let these people just walk away scot-free, you know, because they were just like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, whoopsie. No. Yeah. This, well, there is know. a legal term for that. It's accessory to whatever. Yes, right? but nobody seems to pr- seems to prosecute that when it comes right. to cover-ups. It's right. always yes, the people who committed the crime, of course, but these assholes who cover it up. And this is the thing. My God, have we not fucking learned anything? No. You know, the the no, we obviously haven't no. because it's been no. going. These things go on for decades. The crime itself is bad enough, right? trying to cover it up you're never going to succeed you're never going to succeed even if you manage to make it go away for 20 or 30 years at some point it is going to surface and when it does it's going to be ugly you know and it's just god when will people learn they don't i I guess we don't but anyway i'll still try to be optimistic that this can be a teaching experience for hockey canada and for hockey culture Cross my fingers. That's yep. all I can do. All you can do. All right, let's be all that you can be. Let's get to some happier shit. Let's get to some yeah. better, happier shit. Yes. Immaculate Grid. Hey! Here we go. Hey, here we go. Back at it. This is the warm-up, folks. We got uh, Ducks <laughs> Islanders 500-plus goals career on the top. Habs, Canes, and Florida on the bottom. Mark, oh, get us started. Oh, man. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. <clears throat> are, we, are we just, we're just, just not trying, we're not up. doing anything. This is yeah, the warm-up. Yeah, warm this is the warm-up, yeah. This All is the right, warm up, so I'll go Ole Jokinen for Ducks and Florida. Nice. Mm. Oof. Mm. That was one of, the, one of the six teams he didn't play for? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right, over to John. Jeez, my. Not a good start. Yeah, I feel feel awful now. No. <laughs> I thought I had something. <laughs> Hello. Um, how about Panthers, Islanders, and yeah. Roberto Lovanco? Go for yeah. the obvious. There we go. There <laughs> Take we go. it easy. I should have went for the obvious. I didn't want to, I didn't want to stick go. my Take it easy, foot man. in my mouth at that point. Yeah. Jesus. Lyle? 500 goals, Montreal Canadiens, Jean Beliveau. Yeah, I know. Everybody goes for the rocket, but or Lafleur, but all right, Mark, yeah. redemption arc. Here we go. 
Here we go. Here we go. Here we 500 go. goals, Florida Panthers. Fuck, did Yager played for the Panthers, didn't he? He did. He sure, he sure did. did, buddy. There you go. <laughs> Jesus. There you 88. go. Holy fuck. Whoa, Is that 88? That's a big record. Big time. Wow. That's definitely a record. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah, that's wild. That's the whole black there had to have only been like one or two other people. Uh, How about Bore? Bur- uh, did he get Bur- to 500? 500? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Wow. Either. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he did. I think he was me. Uh, he had those injuries, man. All right. To John. Oh, man. All right. Um, Panthers, mm. Ducks, and Rob Niedemeyer. There you go. Yes, sir. Fifteen. Talile. Uh Canadians and Ducks lay up Saku Koivu. Yeah. Yeah. I was th- that's immediately who came to mind for mm-hmm. me initially, but only nineteen percent. Wow. I, I questioned myself. <laughs> and then I went with the wrong answer. You you so. got you got rattled there, Mark, didn't you? In that I first did. one. Yeah, you got rattled a bit. Open yeah. bar. Open okay. bar. Uh, mm, all right, let's go. Hurricanes. Did Eric Stahl score 500 goals? I think he did. Mm. I might Pretty mean. sure he did. Yeah, he must have. Nope. Oof. Mm. Ofer. I wasn't Ooh. sure. I couldn't talk yet. I'm like, did he? Did he not? I couldn't. I didn't know. I yeah. mean, I can't so, think of anything. Uh, Wait, Ray Whitney. <clears throat> so uh, I was. So I'm gonna go with somebody random then, since we've already sure. like, okay gotten this. Um. Carolina and the Islanders. For some reason, Eric Cole is in my head. Get him out of there. Yeah, nope. I don't think he played. Get him out of there. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think he did. Yeah, Darn. okay. Um, okay, uh, Hurricanes, 500 goals. This was um, a bad warm-up. Rod Brindamore? Yeah. Did Brindy get to 500? Nope. No. No. Wow, wow, that is a suck. Tetris piece. All right, six. All right, six, six? Who are they? Ugh. Oh, fuck they make off. us. God, they're so bad at this. That's it's just a filter, like guys. Very Come much. on. It's so bad at this. Jesus. Anyway, where are we here? Um, we're gonna, we're gonna have to scroll forever for her. This. Okay, what are we talking? Uh, Mark Recky. Mark Recky. Ron Francis. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's that's all they show us. Forgot all about. Oh, hold on. About, no, no, you got to. Yep, you got to also search for. I forgot yep. all about the Hartford Whalers. Yep. Yeah, forgot all about Hartford. Uh, Gordy Howe. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Shanahan. Oh, yeah. Bobby Hall. Yeah. Oh, I feel. So I never would have gotten. Them. And I feel Ron Francis. So stupid. I feel so stupid now. On that one. Usually I'm just like, oh yeah, Hartford Whalers. Oh yeah. I you told know. you the Panthers only had three total. So who are the other guys? Who are the? And of course, say, there's uh, that bullshit again. God, they're terrible. I would say maybe New England. They're a great so resource for Hurricane. individual player uh, info, but geez, for stuff like this, they're terrible. Uh, they're terrible. Yager was the one. Yager. Terrible. Then it was Dino Cicerelli. Dino no. Cicerelli and Joe Newendike. Uh, I forget, yeah, you forget that Newendike played for the Panthers and Cicerelli. I'm surprised Gary Roberts isn't on this list. I guess he must I'm have felt up I'm short. Not. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm not. He wasn't a 500-goal guy. Uh, obviously, he's not on this list. No. Eric Stahl, on... 455 for Eric Stahl. Oh, so close. So close. All right. Oh, well. Onward. 
to the good one. It's, it's more surprising that the Canadians only had six. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. All right, coin toss. Heads is high, tails is low. Across the top, we've got the Blue Jackets undrafted in 75-plus point season. Oh, Rangers, Blackhawks, KHL. Done by Pokey Duco. Better be know. high. Here we go. Flipping. It's heads. It's high. Highest point. Yay! Yeah. So there we go. <coughs> Thank God. So the yeah, KHL, is... they have to have played in the KHL and the NHL, so I believe. Yeah, if you're talking KHL yeah. ones, yes. I mean, KHL. the KHL, though, we still have that lockout season. Yes. So remember that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Johnny, start us off. Oh, man. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. Um, we're going high, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so, you, so you can undrafted and Rangers. I'm Damn it, Jimmy VC. <laughs> <laughs> that was immediately who I thought of. That's why I was hoping for high. Oh, womp, well, you womp, said what? Oh, he was drafted by the Flames. By the Flames. Ah, I was either. I was going. I was serious? actually going to so give a choice to the group. Drafted. Yeah, I was going to give a choice to the group to say Michael Delzato or Jimmy VC. Yep. Wow. So he was drafted and then went free agent. Yep, because he did. He refused yeah. drafted okay. at all. Nope. Yeah. He refused to sign. That's oh, well. right. Well, good because I got a hundred points. There you go. Perfect. It. Love Hooray! it. Mark. Oh. This will be. See, a win. John found a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, that sucks. Give me Rick Nash in the top left corner. There you go. Yeah. That's that's. Yeah. Damn it. At least Mark and I were both. 40, 40 percent. Lyle? 40. Uh, okay, let's see if we can uh, bring it down a little bit. No, just just because I dare to be different. Uh, New York Rangers, 75 points, Andy Bathgate. I kind of appreciate, by the way, how we're skewing their stats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Johnny. <clears throat> well, fuck, I have no idea who was undrafted anymore now. Mm. Um... Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does it have to be the KHL or could it be any Russian league? KHL. <laughs> <laughs> no loophole for you. <laughs> uh, no loophole for you. KHL and 75 plus points. Um, Ovechkin. There you go, 10%. Only 10%. Hmm. I think maybe Yager would have been a better, higher score than that, perhaps. Mm. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's fine. true. Yeah. Mark, anyway. Um, I am, so KHL and Columbus Blue Jackets, Bobrovsky. Ooh. He's on the case. There 22%. you go. Nice. Got the corners picked, Lyle. Uh, okay. Um... Okay, 75 points, Chicago Blackhawks. I'm going Dennis Hull. You're supposed to be going Demons. high, Lyle, but that's fine. Um, 25%. <laughs> 25%. He's keeping us honest. He's keep, I guess he's keeping us honest. 
Uh, I don't want to get too high. <laughs> open bar for everybody. Four picks. Oh boy! All right, give left. me Del. All right, you can tell me if Del Zotto was drafted. I don't think he was. Give me Del Zotto. I, I think he was. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, it's already. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Okay. He was drafted. Okay. Can I? Can I pick? Go ahead. Yeah. That one. Uh, Matt Zuccarello. Was that the one I was thinking of? Possibly. Yeah, I guess it was. I, I think that must be who you were thinking of. Because like, all of those Zuccarello. guys came into the league like VC obviously was later, but I feel like the Delzato and the Zuccarello and all those guys were like exactly the same time. No, that, we just didn't. We just thought that they weren't drafted. True, because they signed with the different teams after they left college, yeah. and that was the whole, that was the, all the buzz. Oh god, <sighs> um, like that guy from BU that I saw win the. <sighs> Win the uh, national championship in DC that signed for the Rangers, who I have no idea who it is. Matt Gilroy. Yeah, that that's guy. the one. Okay, that's another one. Um, oh, go ahead. Was Darren Pang drafted? Uh, maybe. I, I, I no think idea, I think so. he might have been. There's another. There's another recall. Black Hawk goalie who was not drafted though, who was famous. Jimmy Waite. Uh, oh, I know who. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yep. Eddie Belfort. Yep. Yeah. Belfort uh, didn't get drafted. Nope. Holy hell. Keep going. Keep it going. Here we go. How are Keep you going. Doing? Let's finish this off because I I got uh, I got one for uh, <sighs> Chicago and uh, Blue Jackets. Fredman. Got us. Nope. Got us. St- I got it. I got to stick with uh, with the Lyles here and go with my buddy Lyle Odeline. Yep. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Undrafted KHL. <laughs> Undrafted oh. KHL. Undrafted KHL. God, there had Who to have was, been uh, like, a huge signing that came over. Well, no, I feel remember like there was that, one recently. Remember ooh, that one ooh. guy that like was the greatest player outside of the NHL? Yes. And yeah, that's that's uh, yes, he, that's uh, Jokinen you're talking about, wasn't it? Was it Jokinen or was it Carrie uh, Ramo? Because I'm I'm thinking no, too. it wasn't a goalie. It was a, Alexei Morozov, a Russian like yes. forward. Alexei Morozov that, was drafted by the Penguins. Because he went over after his Penguin stint. Because he was there okay. right no, before. No, it was more recent. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Andre Kuzmenko? Was he Maybe. Vancouver? Was he not drafted? I what don't think it? he was wasn't drafted. It, wasn't it Vegas related? Andre Kuzmenko. There you go. There you go. Yes. On the board. Wasn't there a, wasn't there a guy that Vegas signed from the KHL? When 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 would this have Shibano. been? Uh... Sometime in the last six years. Vladim Shipanov. Yes. <laughs> that guy. Shipanov. That, that's is exact... that who it is? Yeah. Yes, that's exactly okay. who I was thinking of. Okay. Who are the other undrafted? Jesus, ones? Panarin and Bob were undrafted. Yep. For God's sakes. Adam Zuv, Zaitsev, Federt. Uh, oh, Federt. obviously Tim Stapleton. Obviously. <laughs> hey, Matt Zuccarello again. Does Frank Matt Zuccarello fit into every single one of these? Maybe that's Kinda. what it is. It's a Matt Zuccarello thing. No, he Zuccarello never played for Columbus. <laughs> yeah, he also never played. Put up seventy-five Yet. points. Matt Gilroy. Yeah. Matt Gilroy was there. Wow! Holy shitballs! <laughs> Why Mark? can I never remember that guy's name? I don't know. It's a tough name. There too. Jesus. Varlamov was undrafted. Wow. But is that a different mm. Varlamov? Oh, oh yeah, Barlamo. this is Sergey. Yeah, yeah, Semyon Barlamov. I'm like nine. I'm pretty sure Barlamov was was a first round pick. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Mm. 
Kempney. Michael Kempney? Hamburger. Oh, the Hamburglar. Yeah. Jan Denis. Wow. These guys I'm learning that are undrafted. Of, yeah, it's mm. actually kind of amazing how many people, how many players in the NHL are undrafted. Oh, my God. Marty San Louis is probably one of the most notable of all time. Yeah, he, but he so that one, that one purely came from the fact that he was small, though. In a yeah. time, in a and time it, where the the league was yeah know, beating people up, and you need yeah. to be able to defend yourself. Yeah, right. Yes. They, they wanted big, slow. He guys wasn't drafted because he stuff. wasn't yeah. between five nine and six three. Mm. Look, Consider listen. I mean, the small. only reason why PJ Stocks and Stephen Peets of the world even existed was because they could throw fists. Yeah, yeah. They were small people yeah. that could throw fists. And yet the whole thing, though, that that's kind of ironic about all of that is that and I I, and putting aside the fact that that (laughs) Theo Fleury has gone completely off the right wing deep end here. But back in his playing career, but talking about his playing career, this is the thing I never understood that whole thing of, oh, too small. When here's this guy who was five foot six, who had 12 really good years in the NHL at a time when it was hooking and holding great big slow footed guys. Right. You know, and this guy was the template, you know, Mm -hmm. to prove, no, look, you can be a small guy and be a star in this league. And they looked at Marty San Luis and said, nah, too small. You won't make it. Theo Fleury, though, was a five tool player. If you're talking about the, you know, like if you're Mm -hmm. using baseball terms, right. Mm -hmm. He had the hands. He had the speed. He had the skill. He could. He had the tenacity, and then he also was an asshole. And oh he yeah, could throw, he, he could throw him down if he needed to. Yeah. He was like he, a five-tool guy. He played yeah. with a. He, he played with a snarl to his game. He certainly did. It's yeah. still that might still be the best hockey commercial ever, though. That Nike commercial where the goalie's sitting around with all of the kids and he's telling them bedtime stories and he's talking about Theo Fleury. He's like <laughs> Theo Fleury. He's five six. You're practically five six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh man, we were almost the ten thousandth game. Oh, that's how that's <laughs> ten thousandth yeah. game. That'd be great. You get a prize. That one was. Yeah. That one was hard. Oh, isn't... here's the theme. All uh, bread. Uh, it's all. It's all bread. It's man. a high carb yeah. diet. Diet. Yeah. That wasn't as fun. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be, but yeah, it wasn't. wasn't ah, Tim Erickson, everybody. Hey. So you know what would be fantastic though if you could get to the point where you could customize a puck duco for yourself and just put the teams you wanted in there, and it would take care of what you needed. Oh Christ, mine would just be all original six teams all the time, <laughs> <laughs> just to sharpen my hockey history skills. And yeah. You're like zero zero one. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> The a la carte. Oh, I would have been higher if I put Eddie Shack in there. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of Daryl Sittler. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, well. Oh, well. Sometimes you win them, sometimes you lose them. Ah, hey. Exactly. Here it's all for fun. So. All right. Yeah, we're well, not getting paid for this. Nope. No, exactly. We just, we just like playing Puck Duco. Exactly. Well, exactly. <laughs> uh, thanks, Lyle. <laughs> have a good one, brother. We'll talk to you next week. Good to see you, Lyle. All right, guys. Take care, and we'll talk to you next week. Get well soon, Scotty. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. There we go. This is Lyle Rich from SpectresHockey.net. At Spectres Hockey on all the socials. Johnny, shout us out. Give a shout out to, like, 
two or three weeks of not having hockey. Um, yeah, I appreciate hockey. I like it. I like taking pictures. It'll be fun to not have to like pick up my bag and run out of my house. Hockey so. has been very, very good to me. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, I don't know. That uh, I think I might be. I think I might be out of shadow right. right now. Cool. Mark? Yeah, I got the one, there but it's go. more like a shout out to me. There you go, Mark. So I don't want to jinx it. Oh God. Because I'm, I have I have a, a, oh, a pretty wicked parlay going right now. Oh no. NBA. Oh geez. There's so much easier. It's so much easier to bet on the NBA than it is to bet on the NHL. It's just. It's just it just is. You found the cheat so code. So I I got a it's it's not it wasn't a very aggressive parlay. It's a ten legger. <laughs> not aggressive, just ten legs. But but I mean it's it's ten legs, but it was only you know plus five twenty five total. Wow. That that Mr. JJ Reddick doubled for me. So oh, thanks, gotcha. buddy. Wow. Thanks. thanks is for that doing because that. you found his phone number in a bar in College Park? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, every Wednesday though, apparently on DraftKings he doubles doubles your NBA parlays. So does he then double it again and divide by two? That'd be great if he did. Hopefully not. Hopefully not the dividing by two. But uh, but it's looking pretty good, guys. I'm just saying, looking pretty good. Hoping for the best here. I do have a late game at ten ten that hasn't started yet that could screw me, but so far so good. So thanks to I never thought I'd say this. Thank you to JJ Reddick for uh, giving me a 100% boost on my odds and luring me into betting on the NBA. Wow. Because honestly, the last two big bets that I won, I sent you guys, right? One of them was, well, I wouldn't say that the UNC one was necessarily big, but the last two bets that I won on are both in basketball bets. The NBA one from last week that I sent you guys, and then UNC and Duke. I can't wait until Sean Leahy hears this tomorrow and texts us to tell us that your uh, betting has gotten out of control at this point. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm only throwing five bucks a time, though, so it's not, it's not crazy. And, and I am, I am I literally playing now. with house money with the amount of uh, stupid parlays I've, I've won. Now, I, I'm playing, you know, for I, I win like two out of every seven that I put in, but still, you know, it's winning. Winning. And that's, I mean, that's pretty much all I, all I have to shout out. To. All right, perfect. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks for letting me gamble for my health. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, got to get that mental, mental health going. Uh, this is COVID. That's all I got. Uh, for Johnny P, Mark with a C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. It's been Faceoff Hockey Show, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction Podcast Monsters at FOHS Radio and all the socials that you can get your hands on. And uh, hey, let's do it again next week. Hopefully feel a little better and then go from there uh all right you guys be good be healthy be happy all that other horse shit you guys have a good one peace